Hello everyone and welcome to Games Are Fun, the weekly video game podcast show that talks about video games. We talk about video game news, stories, and highlights. My name is Luke and thank you for joining me on the very first episode of 2019. Welcome back. If you are a listener from 2018, welcome. If this is your first episode, it's a great starting point. I recommend you go back to previous episodes and check them out. Um, Games Are Fun is a weekly podcast that airs every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Mountain Daylight Time. You can catch it on iTunes, Google Play, CastBox, and SoundCloud. In today's episode, as the title states, we're talking about the most anticipated games of 2019. So I'm going to go through the list of games that are uh, have release dates for this year. Some of them are exact dates. Some of them games. Some of the games I'm going to be talking about are slotted for 2019, but don't have an exact release date yet. And then I'm also going to be talking about those games that are possible to come out this year, but we don't have anything confirmed yet. Thought you know we we ended games are fun in 2018 with talking about my favorite games that I played the past year. Let's start off 2019 right by talking about the games that are going to be coming out this year and all the things that I'm excited for. Um, so yeah, that's the show. I hope everyone had a really good holiday break. I took two weeks off of the podcast, spent a lot of time with family and friends over the break, um, had a couple days off during those two weeks, um, and yeah, I mostly spent that, you know, obviously seeing my family. Didn't get to play as many video games as I kind of planned. I was hoping to kind of catch up on some games that are in the backlog, like God of War and Celeste, but still played through some of them, but did not get to complete any of them. So I'm still at the same point. Um, did get some games over the break. I got Yakuza Kiwami 2. Have yet to touch that game because I'm like, you know what, before I take this on, as, mu- as much as I would, am dying to just jump in right away, I said, you know, should probably clean up the backlog, finish God of War before I start up another PS4 game. And then I also got Call of Duty Black Ops 4, and that's a game that I was like, well, obviously I can jump in and play it because it's it's an online game that, uh, you know, I don't necessarily need to devote 10 to 20 hours in for a single player campaign. And so, yeah, that game's been really fun. I've been really impressed with Blackout, which is the Battle Royale mode. It has been the funnest Battle Royale experience that I've had so far. I like Fortnite. Uh, Fortnite is really fun. I enjoy it a lot. It is not a game that I, how do I put this? It's, it's just a game that I enjoy here and there, but it's not something that I really love, want to devote a ton of time to. Um, whereas I think games like PUBG or, you know, Blackout in Black Ops 4 provide kind of a, a experience that fits with my play style better. I think I, I prefer first-person shooters. I prefer games that have kind of a bit more um, realism to them. And yeah, so Blackout has been great because it's like it's like PUBG, but it's actually good. Um, I love PUBG, but it, it's very janky on consoles. It's very buggy and glitchy, and Blackout has been able to provide that flawless, fast-paced Battle Royale first-person shooter uh, game that I've been hoping for. So I've been having a ton of fun of that. I've yet to win uh, the game, come in first place. I think the best I've done is come in second, but that's what I've been playing is Blackout kind of over the break and stuff. So um, I am excited. We're going to be talking about all the games coming out this year, and so I'm going to be not just going through the list uh, start to finish. I am going to be stopping in between and kind of talking about the games that I'm really excited for um, the ones that 
the ones that I have, you know, actual thoughts on, I'll obviously talk about. So that's that. Um, before we get into talking about the games of 2019, let's talk about Games Are Fun for 2019. Now, I don't want to sound cheesy, but with it being 2019, it's a time of change for a lot of people. A lot of people set New Year's resolutions or they set goals that they want to accomplish in the new year. And I've kind of done the same, you know, it's it's very cheesy in a way, very cliche, but it makes sense, right? It's the start of a new year. We have the whole year set in front of us and it's up to us to, you know, achieve the, the things that we want to achieve this year. And so have I set New Year's resolutions? Have I set goals? No. What I mean by taking Games Are Fun in 2019 to a new level is that I basically want to make Games Are Fun go from passion project to a quality podcast that you guys can expect great quality each week. Last year, I started the podcast in May 2018, and it was that passion project for me. It was a creative outlet for me to talk about video games and my thoughts on the video game industry. And then after I got comfortable with, you know, five or six episodes, I realized that, you know, people were coming to listen to what I had to say about video games. And that was, there was nothing more motivating than that, to have those first couple people write into me or for them to message me and, you know, share their thoughts on the podcast. Nothing made me happier than those moments, right? It wasn't coming and talking about certain things here and there or, um, you know, talking about certain topics on the show that I'm passionate and excited about. It really was those moments of having other people come in and, you know, have the conversation with me um, behind the scenes, I guess. And so basically what I want to do in 2019 is I want to put even more effort and put the work into the podcast to make it even better. Last year, I said, you know, I had my Twitch channel. I said, I'm going to be live streaming on Twitch, which is something that I'm still going to do. I haven't streamed in a couple months. That's something that's still on the horizon. I still have some plans on some upcoming games that I plan on streaming in the coming months. You know, I have the YouTube channel that I still really hope to put content on. There's only one video on there right now, but that is something that I haven't forgotten about and it is still happening, but it's just a matter of making the time to make it happen. But rather than taking too many things, you know, like YouTube, Twitch, the podcast, going on my socials like Facebook and Instagram, rather than taking too much at one time, I'm taking this podcast, which really is the bread and butter of this Games Are Fun label, and I'm really going to focus on making the show better and better each episode. I want to improve the quality, not just on a technical level uh, with the microphone and maybe reducing the, sound, uh, the white noise in the background and making it sound a little more professional, but also making the show a more higher production show. Having guests actually come on the show and talk about video games with me. The difficult part about that is that I don't have a lot of people in my close circle of friends that want to talk about games. But then, you know, I had that mindset for so long that once I kind of thought about it a little more, what is Games Are Fun? It talks about video game news. That's only one section of the podcast that is talking about stories and highlights 
And just like I've done talking about how video games affect me and some of the stories I have about video games and why I like video games, other people have those stories too. They, they're going to be completely different than me. Um, maybe those people don't know as much about the video game industry as I do, but those are still really awesome stories that I love to share. So that's something that you can expect is having people on the show to talk about video games and talk about different things. And, you know, once we get to that point where we, we have that, then from there we can, we can figure out what works and what kind of structure we want around the show. But anyways, I just wanted to start the episode with talking about that real quick. Um, so if you're a new listener and you like the show and you enjoy it, I hope you stick around for what's to come because uh, I'm really motivated and passionate about putting in the work and effort in the coming months to make the show uh, something really, really special and take it from a passion project to hopefully a business and something that I can, um, you know, look back on and be be really proud of. So let's get into today's topic of the show, and that is most anticipated games of 2019. Some of these aren't anticipated, by me at least, but I am just going to run through the list of games that have release dates for 2019. Thanks to GameSpot's Matt Espinelli, who has compiled a list for us uh, to make it really easy, outlining all the things per month. Uh, So starting with January, I'm just going to run through some of the games, and then I'm going to stop at the ones that I'd like to expand on a little bit more. So... January 11th, we have Mario and Luigi Bowser's Inside Story plus Bowser Jr.'s Journey, uh, and that's for 3DS. Um, not much to say about that, other than the fact that I'm still surprised that 3DS games are getting new releases. And then on the same day, January 11th, we have New Super Mario Bros. U Deluxe. I'm really excited for this game. I had the New Super Mario Bros. for the Nintendo Wii. That was a really fun game, and I'm glad that they ported the, the U version over onto the Switch. Um, This is a great 2D side-scroller Mario game that um, is great to play with your your friends and it's also accessible to the younger audience um, or to people that might not be as well acquainted with 2D side-scrollers. So that's a great game. Of course, it is a Nintendo first-party game, which means that it's going to be 80 bucks Canadian, that is, for me, and it's going to be like that for a while. probably be a while since we see a price drop. So probably not going to get this one on release date, but uh, maybe the first time I see it on sale, I might pick it up. Uh, Again, on January 11th, we have Tales of Vespera Definitive Edition on PS4, Xbox One, PC, and Switch. On January 15th, we have uh, Onimusha Warlords for PS4, Xbox One, PC, and Switch. This is a game by Capcom that came out uh, I would want to say like the PlayStation 2 era. I think that's roughly when it came out. So it's been kind of remastered in a way and it's being released on current gen consoles, which is very weird. I don't, it's a weird port over to the, the current gen, but that's interesting. January 15th, we have The Walking Dead, the final season, episode three. Um, Of course, we've talked about The Walking Dead final season on this show many times. We talked about um, Telltale and that whole fiasco. And then we've talked about Skybound picking back up the development for the final season of Walking Dead. I'm just going to wait until all the season is released, every episode, and then that's probably when I'll jump into that. 
Um, some other standouts for January, we have Ace Combat 7, Skies Unknown. That's on my birthday, January 18th. Um, of course, Ace Combat, if you're familiar with Ace Combat, you know what it's all about. Travis Strikes Again, No More Heroes on January 18th, and that's for Nintendo Switch. And then my most anticipated game for January, if not for 2019, and that is Resident Evil 2 Remake, and that's on January 25th. So the remake of this looks incredible. If you're not familiar with this remake, basically they've remade Resident Evil 2. Um, it's stylized in the way of games like Resident Evil 4, the kind of the over-the-shoulder perspective rather than the isolated camera um, perspective. So this is going to be fun. Um, I am going to be streaming this game when it releases. Um, that's something that I have planned and maybe it's going to even have a whole episode devoted to talking about that. That's a little bit of teaser of what's to come at the end of January for you guys. And then we have Tropico 6 on January 25th and then on January 29th we have Kingdom Hearts 3 is finally going to release which is amazing. Uh, of course if you're a Kingdom Hearts fan you know how long you've been waiting for this game. I have jumped into the Kingdom Hearts series. I got the collection on PlayStation 4. And there's so many games. I have barely made it through one of the games. Um, I hope when I have some more time, um, which is going to be never. But if I do have the time, hopefully I can get into the Kingdom Hearts series. It's a really weird game. I don't... It's not for me. Let's just say that. So uh, we'll see what happens with that. Um, Trials Rising, moving on to February, February 12th, Trials Rising, of course, by Ubisoft. Um, the Trials games are quite fun. This one looks really just as crazy as the last one. Crackdown 3 is making its way on Xbox One on February 15th. Um, this is crazy. This is a game that has been delayed so many times, and there's been so much, so many rumors through its development that it was going to get canceled and never see the light of day. So I... We'll see it when I believe it, um, but I, you know, at this point, January, February, right around the corner, it's it's coming out for sure, hopefully, um, and that's going to be a day and date release on Game Pass, I believe. So uh, I'm just going to be able to pick it up there because I have Game Pass, and that's going to be great. Dead or Alive six, February fifteenth. Um, sorry, <laughs> quick note before we go move on. It was funny because February twenty second was uh, a date that was going to have a lot of games release on them. We originally had Anthem, or we still do, we had Anthem releasing on February 22nd. Metro Exodus was supposed to be on February 22nd. Uh, there was rumors that Crackdown 3 was originally supposed to be February 22nd. And then Days Gone, I believe, was originally planned for February 22nd, and then it actually got pushed to April. Um, so with Anthem being such a big game, you know, from Bioware and EA, a lot of people wanted to get out of the way of that to, you know, not impact their sales um, for their game. And so people moved up the week prior to that. But the only problem with that is everybody did that. So on February 15th, we have Crackdown 3 releasing. We have Dead or Alive 6. We have Far Cry New Dawn, which is kind of the standalone expansion uh, sequel type story to Far Cry 5. We have Jump Force, which is the fighting game, the anime fighting game with uh, Dragon Ball Z characters and <clears throat> some other prominent anime characters. 
and then we have Metro Exodus, and that's it. So that's a lot of games coming out on February 15th. Um, looking at this list, I already mentioned Crackdown 3. I'm definitely going to be getting on Game Pass because that comes with my subscription. Um, to be honest with you, I'm going to probably pick up Far Cry New Dawn. Far Cry 5 was my favorite, one of my favorite games of 2018. Uh, this looks like more of that, uh, kind of set in the post-apocalyptic world after 5. Uh, so yeah, I'm really excited for that. Um, Jump Force looks really fun, but again, probably not a game I'm going to be getting right away, and same with Metro Exodus. Moving on to February 22nd, we have Anthem. Very excited for this game. It seems more of my alley, down my alley. Um, it is a games with service, a game that is going to add continuously add content after it's been released. It is uh, structured for online play, which I'm not typically, you know, not necessarily a fan of but those aren't my games I usually go for I usually go for the single player you know story campaign experience but this game looks sweet I mean it looks like you're just a bunch of iron men flying around the city doing things that's sweet um what else do we have we have uh left alive by square enix uh february 28th it looks very similar to a like metal gear solid slash armored core type thing um <laughs> it's a great great explanation for that um moving on to march uh we have toad jam and earl back in the groove on march 1st devil may cry 5 on march 8th we have one piece world seeker and that's on march 15th and then tom clancy's the division 2 on march 15th played the first division um again it is a games of service focused on multiplayer play and again really enjoyed it but it this i just those aren't my typical style of game so if the game isn't really doing anything too special i have a hard time uh continuously playing and i'll probably play like 20 hours and then i'll kind of move on to the next thing um we have the sinking city on march 21st and that looks quite interesting um sekiro shadows died twice on march 22nd this is from this is this game is from from software of course the developers behind the soul series and bloodborne and it looks more more of that um but kind of like a feudal feudal japan um type area with monsters kind of inspired by that so that's pretty sweet mortal kombat 11 sorry we're moving on to april mortal kombat 11 it's actually going to be coming out on ps4 xbox one Xbox One, Xbox One, PC, and Nintendo Switch, April 23rd. That looks dope. I think it's awesome that Mortal Kombat is coming to a Nintendo platform. Obviously, Mortal Kombat and Nintendo have a lot of history um, based on the past, back in the day. Uh, Mortal Kombat is obviously a very violent game, and Nintendo is generally marketed towards children or a younger audience, and, you know, the last couple of generations of Nintendo consoles didn't typically have M-rated games, um, and they especially didn't have M-rated games that are quite gory and violent. So seeing a game like Mortal Kombat that is very gory and very violent, um, making its way onto Nintendo Switch is pretty sweet. So that's cool. And then, as mentioned, Days Gone is releasing on PS4. That's PS4 exclusive on April 26th. Here's the thing with Days Gone. When... Back at E3, I think it was 2016, I don't think it was 2015, but 
you know, they made all their announcements for their games. We, you know, saw Horizon, we saw God of War, we saw some Death Stranding, we saw Detroit. There's all these exclusives coming up. And Days Gone was the one that I think there was a lot of people that were like, uh, yeah, nothing too special about it. It looks cool, but it is just another zombie game. I'm going to be honest with you, that trailer of showing like the horde of zombies and how they move really quickly um, looked cool to me. I mean, it's nothing special. It's nothing new. Uh, you know, you're in the Pacific Northwest of the United States. It's, it's not doing too many things that are original, but looking at what it is doing, it, it looks entertaining to me. So to be honest with you, Days Gone, I'm actually decently excited for. I really hope this game actually surprises some people and it's better than they expected. Um, I'm really hoping that it does well. And then going into May, we have Rage 2 on May 14th. This game looks wicked. Um, id Software is known for making some of the best first-person shooters, of course. You know, no strangers to that with uh, Doom, the, the recent Doom games, that is. Um, yeah, this game is fast-paced. It looks smooth. Um, I'm I'm really excited to play it. The, the art style is very cool, too. It is that kind of punk, apocalyptic world with very bright neon colors, um, which is really sweet. Team Sonic Racing is making is racing onto consoles on May 21st. Um, yep. <laughs> now here's a good one. June. Crash Team Racing Nitro Fueled. Uh, June 21st. Crash Team Racing was that PlayStation 1 exclusive. It was the kart racer for Crash Bandicoot. I owned it as a kid. I played it extensively. It's probably the best kart racing game in my opinion. Mario Kart's great. Mario Kart 64 was, you know, the one that is it is often compared to. But Crash Team Racing was really fun. It felt like a really good, like, racing game. Um, even though you're racing carts, you know, Mario kind of felt, at least Mario Kart 64 felt very one-dimensional. Crash Team Racing felt like it had more depth to the different maps and stuff and the different characters and whatnot. So I am excited for that. Uh... Definitely going to be picking that one up, I think, on the Switch because that's great to have that game to be able to play portably. Um, yeah, that'd be really cool. And then the last release date I have for you guys that is a set release date is Shenmue 3, and that's on PS4 and PC, and that's on August 27th. Very interested to see how Shenmue 3 turns out. Of course, Shenmue 1, the Sega Dreamcast exclusive. We got Shenmue 2 on dreamcast as well as uh xbox the original xbox and then we got a remaster of those games by sega last year um it was basically just to sharpen up uh the resolution on them and ported them straight to ps4 and xbox one they were not remade in any way they were just ported on over basically picked them up shenmue one Probably got three quarters of the way through and then Spider-Man 4 came out, or Spider-Man 4 PS4 came out and so that ate up all my time. Hoping to get back to it eventually, hopefully going to complete those games before Shenmue 3. It'll be interesting to see, I mean Shenmue 3 is a game that happened through Kickstarter, they went on, uh, the creator of Shenmue basically created his own studio and 
you know, started a Kickstarter for Shenmue 3. And so it'll be interesting to see. I mean, we're at a very different place in video games compared to when the first Shenmue game came out. So I think this game is, again, kind of similar to Kingdom Hearts. Uh, the fan base is probably going to enjoy it, but it's not going to get too much from, you know, just the, the rest of gamers in general. And so now we're going to talk about games that are confirmed for 2019, but they do not have any official release dates. Um, so going in alphabetical order, Babylon's Fall, Battletoads, Control, Catherine, Full Body, Code Vein, Damon X Machina, Final Fantasy, Jesus, I know I don't know my Roman numerals. Uh, do, 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 do. Just a bunch of Final Fantasy games for Switch and Xbox One. Um, Fire Emblem, Three Houses for Nintendo Switch, Gears 5, In the Valley of Gods, Luigi's Mansion 3, Mario and Luigi, Bowser's Inside Story plus Bowser Jr.'s Journey. I think that I mentioned that was coming out in January, so I don't know why it's on this list. Ori and the Will of the Wisps, Psychonauts 2, Samurai Showdown, Sea of Solitude, Skull and Bones, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Um, this one is that Star Wars game, I believe, that is coming from Respawn, the makers of Titanfall. The Surge 2, Total War Three Kingdoms, Town, um, for the Nintendo Switch. That is a game by Game Freak, the developers behind Pokemon. Really interested to see more about that game. Twin Mirror Wasteland 3, Welcome to Animal Crossing, Wolfenstein, Youngblood, World War Z, and Yoshi's Crafted World. So those are the games that uh, are listed for 2019 but don't have a release date. So a lot of these games, I would say probably half of them, maybe less than half, maybe a quarter of them are probably not going to come out in 2019. Um, you know, even though a date was put on them, a lot of times, you know, Developers run into more problems than they anticipated and they'll have to push certain games back um, So yeah, it'll be interesting to see you know if some of these games actually do get released It'd be cool to see you know games like Battletoads um, to actually see a release date or You know games like the Star Wars game or town by Game Freak uh, Yeah, so I guess time will tell we'll hopefully uh, majority of these games do see the light of day in 2019, but then let's talk about the games that we hope to see released in 2019. So the games that are on the front of my mind that I'm really eager to play are Death Stranding and The Last of Us 2. Are they going to come out this year? I don't think so. I don't think we're going to see Death Stranding this year, but what I do believe we are going to see for that game is a release date announced. Whether it's at E3, you know what? I take that back. It's not going to be at E3 probably because Sony isn't going to have a presence this year at E3. I do think Sony has something planned um, because they're not, they didn't do a PSX, they're not going to be at E3. I think they are going to hold some sort of press conference this year um, on their own terms and on their own stage. I think in that press conference, we're going to maybe get some sort of tease towards a PlayStation 5, and I think we are going to get some release dates for games like Ghost of Tsushima and Death Stranding, I really hope. And then I think we're going to get a release 
year for Last of Us. I think they're going to, we're eventually going to get another trailer of The Last of Us Part 2, and we're going to see a release date or release year of 2020 for that game. But I do think we could get release dates for Ghost of Tsushima and Death Stranding this year. I mean, they're announced. Death Stranding was announced more than two years ago, um, and Ghost of Tsushima was announced, I think, at PSX 2017, if I'm not mistaken. So, yeah, that that will be very interesting to see. Let's talk about the other side of things, Xbox. What games we have. Uh, so, like mentioned, Gears of War 5, Gears 5, has been slotted for 2019. Does it come out this year? I think it does. I think we will see it coming out sometime in the fall. Um, but it is possible it, get del- it does get delayed. I'm not sure. I think Halo Infinite is going to be a next generation Xbox game. Maybe that Xbox Scarlet that uh, is in the talks. I do think that that is a game that is probably, is for sure not going to come out this year. Um but you never know, right? Like we could at E3, there could have been development on that Halo game, you know, quite a while ago. And if it's further along in the development process, we may get a release date or at least uh, a time frame, right? We could kind of see, I think at the earliest, it could be like a spring 2020 game, but I do not see it any earlier than that. But we'll see, I guess. Um, what else do we got on the horizon? Um, yeah, it's hard to say, like, when we look at Nintendo, we got games like Bayonetta 3, which have been announced, but it was just a teaser, right? Uh, an announcement teaser. Nothing else since then. We also have Metroid Prime 4. And again, you know, it would make sense that we have that game for like fall 2019 because i mean it was announced uh not last year but the year before at e3 right and so it's it's one of those games that i don't think like i think if we don't hear something about it soon um i think fans are going to get a little impatient on it um i'm not a metroid prime fan but i know that the fans of that series are so pumped for it and um yeah, with it, je- with uh, not even having any sort of gameplay or any other look at the game, you know, it, it has, it has, they have to have something hopefully in the horizon. Um, there's been some rumors of some possible Nintendo Direct happening uh, next week, or I guess later this week, and so I guess, guess we'll see if that ends up being uh, the first Direct of the year. I'm sure we'll be talking in next week's episode about it and talking about uh, some of the announcements made. So hopefully we can see maybe something for Bayonetta 3 and for Metro Prime 4. But those are the games that kind of like stick stick out to me for each of the three major parties, right? The, what's more exciting to me is that half the games coming out this year, we don't know about yet, right? You look at last year, we got Fallout 76 and we didn't know about uh didn't even know about that game yet of course we have whatever the next call of duty will be um like last year i know we're not getting a new assassin's creed game this fall because they've confirmed that they just plan on releasing more content for assassin's creed odyssey this year but when you look at last year i mean they just announced oh assassin's creed odyssey 
And within five months after announcing it, it was in the hands of players and they were able to play it. So that's what's so exciting to me when you look at the year is who knows what, what this fall is going to look at. We look at the major um, publishers and developers. Like you look at Bethesda, they had a rough rough time with Fallout 76. You know, Rage is pre-E3. Really the only game that they have on the horizon right now is doom eternal when we look at elder scrolls 6 and um starfield i think is the name of it i'm blanking on it but those games are next generation games more than likely right so really we don't really have anything from bethesda um so it'll be interesting to see if they have some sort of game that is going to come out this fall and hopefully they can recover from the disaster that was last fall um as for EA, I mean, Anthem is going to probably be their focus for the year. I don't think we're going to see a new Battlefield game because, uh, unfortunately, Battlefield Five has not done as well as we hoped. Um, but yeah, last uh, episode of the year, I asked you guys what was your you know, most anticipated games for 2019 or what were some of the crazy things you would really like to see this year? And so Coleman Dean wrote in and he says, uh, for my most anticipated game of 2019, I'm very excited to play The Last of Us Part 2, assuming that it does end up coming out in 2019. Uh, so I should have brought that up when I was talking about to The Last of Us, but you already know my thoughts around that. And then he also has kind of like a more of a, a wish, something that you could just kind of come up with out of thin air um i'm also hoping that activision's call of duty for the coming year will be a modern warfare 4 with modern warfare 2 remastered release as a duo i'll do you one better coleman um and say a trilogy of modern warfare um modern warfare 2 and modern warfare 3 remastered for current gen consoles is it gonna happen i don't think so uh, I think we got our remaster for Call of Duty 4, Modern Warfare, and they're going to keep that like that. I doubt that they would combine two games and sell them for the price of one. If I know Activision, they would probably release them separately, and if they were going to, and charge a full price for both of them. That's probably, if something like that happened, that that's how I would see it happen. But... Uh, the reason why I wanted to read out Coleman's uh, response there is because I want to talk about the games that I would like just out of, if I could have anything. So the first thing would be a Zelda collection on Nintendo Switch. And I, by Zelda collection, I mean a 3D collection. Um, a great one would be a collection of Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask. Remastered or um, remake for the Nintendo Switch. What I think is more doable is having a Wind Waker, Skyward Sword, and a Twilight Princess trilogy pack. Um, they call it the Triforce, Triforce Edition or something like that. Um, I think it's doable because Twilight Princess and uh, Wind Waker were both remastered for the Wii U. Now I know that porting a game to a new console isn't as easy as dropping a file from one desktop onto uh, another file folder on a computer but I mean 
I think it's more doable than, you know, a remake of Ocarina or Majora's Mask. Skyward Sword is a little more difficult, and we've talked about it on the show before, because it has those motion controls, it's going to be a little bit more difficult, maybe, I'm not sure, but that would be sweet. I mean, there's so many people that have the Switch that missed out on those games, and the Wii U did not sell well at all, so there's a ton of people that definitely didn't get to experience those remasters of uh, Twilight Princess and Wind Waker, so... I mean, Wind Waker is a game that I would love to play. It's the one Zelda game I have never played. That would be great. Um, Keeping on the same line of Zelda, what would be sweet is a new 2D uh, top-down perspective Zelda game. The last one we saw was on 3DS, and it would be sweet to see those games come to Switch. I think that is a platform that they do really well on because they do do good on the portable platforms, obviously. Um... And Switch being a portable console, that would be that would be excellent, I think. And then lastly, of course, I would love to see Yakuza Kiwami 3, 4, and 5. I think it's that's actually doable. We have Yakuza 0 on the PS4. We have Kiwami 1, which is the remake of 1. We have Kiwami 2, which is the remake of 2. And then we have Yakuza 6. So... I think there were a ton of people, now that Yakuza is is really seeing um, a lot of people interested here in North America on the Yakuza series, I think they have, you know, probably put in plans into place to port, you know, 3, 4, and 5 to, um, to the West so that they can play it on the PS4. I think it makes sense. I would really like that, obviously, because, you know, nothing's stopping me from getting six, but there's a story there at three, four, and five that I haven't experienced yet, and I obviously want to play that. And the only way I can do it right now is if I bought a PS3 and uh, bought those games. And to be honest, I love Yakuza so much, I would justify saving up for that. But I think that's doable. Now, I don't see all three of them coming out this year, but I do see... Yakuza Kiwami 3 coming out this year. Um, but I guess we'll see. It would be really cool if we got, you know, a 3, 4, 5 in 1. But that's a lot, right? Like, you think of how long the Yakuza games are. That's just far too much game uh, for one calendar year uh, for Sega. So, it'll be interesting. Uh, the game Judgment, or probably, yeah, Judgment, I believe it's called. It used to be called Project Judge, I believe, is that game um from the same team who works on the yakuza games so that will be interesting with that game probably releasing this year um again there's no real release date on it um it's yeah it's really hard to justify more yakuza games coming out this year but i mean they are doing well they are selling out here so we shall see So let's wrap up the show. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening to another episode of Games Are Fun. Of course, the podcast is available every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Mountain Daylight Time on iTunes, Google Play, CastBox, and SoundCloud. Before we leave, we have the question of the week. This week's question is, what is a game that you were really excited for that unfortunately got canceled? really interested to hear what you guys have to say about that i have a couple that i will talk about next week thank you for listening to the episode i know the last little bit was a stumble through i'm still trying to get up to speed to 
you know, I took a couple weeks off. You got to cut me some slack here. I mean, you know, I, I got to I gotta get back in the groove here. So we'll talk to you guys next week. I'm crossing my fingers that that Nintendo, that rumored Nintendo Direct for January 10th happens. And I can talk about that next week. But regardless, I hope everyone enjoys the rest of their week. Thanks again for listening. And we'll talk to you guys next week. See you later.